Did I tell you about my possum penis? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. I uh, I had this guy, and he wanted uh, you know a denture, and in his old set of dentures, he had a gold tooth in it. And he asked me if I could uh, uh, put it in his new set, and it didn't fit really well, and it kind of looked like garbage. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to just get a new fancy gold tooth for this guy. So I just got a gold denture tooth and put it in there. And he was so happy about it um, at the wax try that at the delivery, he came in. He's like, I bought you this old, old fashioned. You can use it as a toothpick or if you make moonshine, here you go. It's a raccoon penis. Did I say possum penis earlier? Totally meant raccoon penis. <laughs> How The difference is a possum penis is forked. But but what does a raccoon penis have to do with making moonshine? Oh, is, is she, so I actually I have a little still thing going. But when you get your um, your alcohol coming out of the spout, you want it to run down something and drip off, so it goes one one drop at a time. And you can use like a whole number of things. But there's this really like famous uh, moonshiner guy. His name's fuck is his name? It's like uh, oh shit. Why can't I think of his name? It's like Pop Sunshine or some some bullshit. I'll think of it later. Um, but yeah, he uses a raccoon penis. So it's like in the moonshining world, like that's the best thing to use. But you could use your own penis. Uh, it, it comes out the, the distiller kind of hot, dude. I don't want hot <laughs> alcohol to drip down my penis. My favorite saying, it ain't very big around, but it sure is short. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's the name of this. Uh, <laughs> did this we, podcast. Did we find an episode name to this uh, two minutes into the podcast? <laughs> I like it. We're off the hey, roll this time. Hey, Paul, fun fact I just uh, found out on Instagram while I was waiting for my computer to load. Did you know 25 years ago today, uh, AOL Instant Messenger was released? Wow. I feel old as shit now. <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You remember that? I remember. Just, just like sit around your computer and wait for people to get on so that you could text them on a computer. Well, I remember like uh, it used to be uh, uh, Popcorn. Sorry, that's his name. Popcorn uh, Sutton. Popcorn. Told you to come to me. Yeah. What I say? <laughs> Sunshine Apple Fart. Yeah, Popcorn <laughs> Sutton. <laughs> <Raccoon> <laughs> <Mid-sentence>. <laughs> popcorn Sunshine. <laughs> It's like my brain is like, you know, it's like a browser. I've got like 15 tabs open at all times. So it, <laughs> things just come in like that. Uh, but I remember going to like Walmart, Fred Myers, and getting those AOL like discs, like the fucking yeah. three and a half floppy disk for yep. your free like hour of online time. Yep. Shit. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. Yeah. Like I don't even have a landline now. Uh, we do. We never connected it, but they wouldn't let us set up our internet without one because, you know, Central Oregon is 1912. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like that out here. Like when we were getting everything set up, they're like, oh, we have this triple play package. You know, you can get your, your cable, your internet and your, your phone service and it's bundled. And I was like, like cell phone service. And they're like, no, no. Like your landline. I was like, Ugh, yeah, no, thanks. I don't want a landline. Yeah. 
I think we might have done it anyway because it worked out to be cheaper. So if I was ever to plug in a phone in here, it'd probably ring and someone would try to tell me about my car's extended warranty. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. Like, hey, it's cheaper if you add another service. <laughs> right? What? <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, yeah. uh, do it up, I guess. Yeah, sure. Cool. So when I when I called Ben Broadband to update something, put in put on an auto pay or, or something, they were like, "What's your phone number?" And I was like, "Bitch, I don't know. Can you tell me what my phone number is?" You should have just said like six. <laughs> I was one of the early adapters. <laughs> one of the first. Yeah, it was like you, Alexander you know, Graham Bell, a couple other dudes than me. You know what's crazy? my entire town has the same three digit prefix, not like five, four, one or your area code, but like all of Prineville is four, four, seven. Oh, crazy. I called somebody today asking about a, I think it was our nitrous. And I was calling to, to see how much we're paying for our nitrous tanks because I went back like six months and I know that we've got nitrous in that time, but I can't find a bill for it. So mm-hmm. I called and I was like, Hey, and they were like, Oh, you have to call the, other side and i was like okay and they were like phone numbers two six eight one and i was like what and i was like oh five four one four four that's seven, not enough eight, digits six, like, <laughs> dude, is there an extension like i didn't hear that when i called you um yeah you weird. call that same guy answers he just had to walk to the <laughs> other side of the building the other side of the desk yeah <laughs> so uh Kind of what what we've got, we've got like a back catalog of little uh, messages and things like that. And I have set it up so it's easier to reach us now. Um, we've got a Facebook page now, uh, Off the Cusp with Paul and Ryan on, on Facebook. And on that, we have a WhatsApp button. So you can just fucking hit that button and I will get a message and you can say, hey, talk about this. Or you can compliment our awesomeness. Um, the other way to reach us is we set up uh, emails off the cusp Paul and off the cusp Ryan at gmail.com. So uh, hit us up and we will we will talk about whatever you want us to talk about. And what you guys seem to want to talk about is what we consider red flags and uh, some of our greatest Karen stories. Oh, boy. <sighs> That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get into the Karens, we'll save the Karens for last. Yeah. They'll like that. Um, what are, what's like a big red, red flag to you? And I think red flags identify themselves at like different times, like let's say new patient exam and you're thinking, uh, whether or not you want to take this person on as a patient, what's something that, that happens where you might be like, yeah, maybe not. I fired my last two dentists. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. My last six dentists were assholes. It's like, oh, I'm going to be lucky number seven asshole. Yeah. Yeah. They fucked everything up. Like, yeah. All right, certain time it's not the it's not me, it's you conversation. Exactly. Honestly, like, you know, I think that my my practice is at a point where my front desk is really good. My wife and I actually were just talking about this. Um, mm-hmm. She was like, "Did did so and so call you to set up an appointment? They were having a tooth issue." I was like, "Well, it sounds like they're not taking care of their teeth." And she was like. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. And it was like, well, actually, my front desk is really good at weeding out. Like being in a small, small town private practice, like, are you a solo flyer or are you going to be here as a patient long term with us? If you're a solo flyer, we don't want you. 
I'm not going to come in or I'm not going to have you come in so I can take a two though. That's completely advantageous for me. Like there's other offices you can go to that'll do that for you. I feel like you're side eyeing at me. I fucking will do that for you. Come on down. I'll rip that shit yeah. out. Yeah. It takes me too long to take a tooth out compared to you. So it's not worth it. <laughs> other, other red flags. Yeah. The, the, I fired my dentist part is a, is a big one. Yeah. Or if they're just, you know, they have a laundry list of like, Oh, this didn't work because of this. Uh, uh, I do a lot of like dentures and stuff. So I'll have a pe- person every now and then that'll walk in with like a bag of dentures they're like, well, this is wrong with this one, and this is wrong with this one, and this is wrong with this one. And by the time they're finished, I'm like, here's your referral to prosthodontist. Yeah, because I'm not going to say it doesn't doesn't sound like, I mean, I'm not a wizard. Yeah. Oh, you are. It sounds like we're going to waste each other's time. Like, let's let's get you to. That's uh, my favorite conversation. That's my favorite conversation. Like, hey, look, you know, the one that that gets sneaky on you is the aesthetic one. Hmm. That one, when you're, especially when you're doing, you know, whatever, veneers on six through 11 or crowns on five through 12, that's the sneaky one that'll get you, um, is, is the aesthetics. And that one's a hard one to piece out for me until you're delivering something and they hate it. And you're like, oh, well, great. That was, God, yeah. That was really fun it's- for me to do. Sometimes it'll sneak up on you. So one that I remember where I didn't see this, the writing on the wall and I took on a case is uh, I had someone come in very, you know, her hygiene was was good, like didn't have cavities, but she had a tooth. Uh, it was number seven, I think, that it was chipped in childhood and it was repaired with a, uh, a filling where they put like a big metal pin in it and you can mm-hmm. see the show through of the pin. Mm-hmm. And so it looked like she had this like black fucking thing like sticking there too and i was like so you know overall how do you like your smile you know and she's like i hate this tooth it, it has this thing in it i was like yeah i was like i was i was kind of looking at that too you know this is something that uh we could take that out and do uh you know a crown on that and you know have it match your teeth better and she seemed really into that and it i didn't think that there was going to be like huge aesthetic issues. And uh, this was when I was younger and thought single crowns in the anterior were a good idea. But, you know, went ahead and did it. And I set it to like a really high end aesthetic lab. And I sent it to, you know, like I took a photo, like I did all the stuff that you're supposed to do for aesthetic cases. And I put this tooth on there. And I just like about shit my pants. It like just disappeared. It was the most beautiful piece of dentistry I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, fuck yeah. Hand her a mirror. She looks at it. She just starts crying. And I'm like, pat myself on the back. Like, it's good fucking work right there. And she's like, I hate it. It's the worst looking thing ever. I don't want this. And I'm like, oh, what what's wrong? And she's like, well, it it doesn't look like the the one on the other side. And so we look in, uh, you know, the number 10, you know, we measured it. It's like nine millimeters across and I'm making up numbers here. I don't remember what it was, but, and this one's like seven millimeters across just cause the, the fucking spacing is different from how the, how the teeth are. So I kind of show her that and it's like, uh, yeah, well, you know, here was your, your scan from before and kind of how they made that filling. It had that like weird knuckle 
like coming out there to touch the other tooth. Well, I hated that. I'm like, okay, so this one they made a, you know, fucking, it looks like a tooth. It looks natural. Like I'm happy to order something different. Uh, but I just need to, you know, you figure out what you want. And she's like, and all these things, she would just keep saying, well, I hate this. I do not like this tooth. I'm not going to accept this. I'm like, okay, well, I know the color wasn't good on the other one because it had that pin in it. Do you want me to make it like the other one? Because she kept saying the temporary didn't look like this. And I was like, well, the temporary looked like your weird knuckle tooth. (laughs) So we're like, okay. I was like, I'll make it. I have this scan of what it looked like before. I'll send it back to the lab. I'll have them. You know, do do it. It'll be the same shape as the temporary, which was the same shape as your tooth. Does that make you happy? And she's like, well, all I know is I hate this. I'm like, oh, okay, establish that. Send it back to the lab. And my lab, they knock it out of the park again. You know, at that next delivery, I put it on, same thing. Color disappears. It's like fucking gorgeous. And uh, she looks at it. She's like, I hate this. This isn't what I want at all. And it's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, this just looks like my tooth looked before. It's like, that's what you fucking told me to do at the last appointment. Ended up having to fucking refund it. You know, I offered to do some Invisalign to make the spaces more, you know, the same on both sides. But it was just a fucking nightmare. And um, I kind of learned from that. Got to ask a, a few more questions. And uh, younger people uh, with, uh, you know, good teeth and you're thinking aesthetics. You should have just dug the hole deeper and offered to do crowns on six through eleven. Yeah, if if I would have thought that would have <laughs> been a good idea, and and five it through wasn't. twelve, sir, five through twelve in sure. veneers. But um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, I was like, I think that would have been went worse. I think she moved to like North Carolina or something like that. So beautiful. She's good someone else's problem. Yeah. Bye. I just did my first veneer case. How'd it come out? First one ever. Uh she wanted to go lighter than what I wanted to go. So I did seven through 10 against my, you know, learning curve, right? Sure. Literally the first set of veneers I've ever done on a human. Um, they look good, but six and 11 were kind of like seven through 10 were, you know, a two and mm-hmm. six and 11 or a three, five. They, she just okay. has like those darker canines. And yeah, so, and that's, I mean, I still think that looks natural most of the time. Yeah, we put them in, and she didn't like them, but mm. uh, or she like she liked them. They looked good. She had like these really big, weird composite veneer things. Um, so we fixed all that. But I, you know, we've kind of talked about this before in my cementing protocol. I don't bond things, so yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just get some Variolink cement. So I. Not used to bonding things, so I didn't do like I didn't order the kit that had like the whole mono bond and special adhesive mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So she has popped a veneer about every three days since I put Oh, them you know why? And, it's because in our last episode, you were saying how only ever one crown came off. Yeah, it's payback. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, Reliax, who you like, they make a, a veneer cement that I really really enjoy. Yeah, so I, I sucked it up and I ordered the Vario Link full kit. Oh, nice. I tried yeah. to I tried to get away. I like read all the stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, this like this seems really straightforward." And so I just ordered like a tube of Vario Link, that's like a refill tube, and order the rest of the kit. So I she like <laughs> called me on Friday. We were driving over to Portland, 
And she called me and she's like, hey, I popped one off. And I was like, ah, crap. So I literally texted my assistant who orders things. And I was like, get on, order this kit. Yeah. ASAP. And she was like, okay. So I ordered the, you know, the $450 kit that I'll probably, that's probably the only set of veneers I'll ever do. (laughs) Um, And so she came in today and we cemented it and I like tugged and pulled and did all the things on it and it wouldn't come off there. And I was like, all right, I think we're good. But then I had to have the conversation of like, Hey, so I ordered a new cement. I don't really like the way that old cement was performing. Could you keep popping these off? Don't be surprised if you pop the other three off. Not a big deal. We'll cement it with this. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay. Like literally the sweetest patient ever. She like calls me and she's like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm trying to be careful. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't have to be careful. Like I'm not doing my job if these are popping off. So yeah. Well, I mean, you shouldn't have to be that careful. Like yeah, don't no. open your Corona bottles with them or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. She's like, I don't yeah. buy anything with them. And I was like, that's not why we did this. If this continues to be an issue, we're just going to do full crowns and it'll be great. Yeah. And it's like crowns. It's like when we, uh, when we talk about cementation protocol and even bonding and things like that, it's like you have retention and you are trying to bond a crown, but maybe you messed up on part of the protocol and there's still a retentive form, it's probably going to do fine. But it's like, you don't have that on veneer. So it's like so important. It's like, got to etch for the right amount of time. And I got to use yeah. the scotch bond and don't cure it or do cure it, you know, depending on which, yeah. which system you're using. It's just, uh, I think that's the most challenging part of uh, yeah. veneers. I always book myself extra time because it's like, you know, I'm just going to go through and I'm going to read through and lay out and talk with the assistant. And we're going to go because definitely yeah. the first set that I ever cemented, I cemented like three times each. <laughs> yeah. So we got it figured well, out. Thing, yeah. It's just, it's, it's learning a new, learning a, a new thing. I think getting back to the red flags, Paul, mm-hmm. there's, there's two sides to that for me. There's the patient that is, over the top, you can tell I fired my last seven dentists, whatever. There's also the patient that seems really nonchalant about everything and like, oh, yeah, whatever you think. Yeah, do whatever you like. Those are the people that I feel like come back to bite you more than anything, especially when you're doing aesthetic things, because they might not um, they might not show that they have that those aesthetic issues. But I find that those are the people, at least when I was in Portland, that would give me the worst reviews. Mm, yeah you know not like i tried any less on them but you don't necessarily get the outcome you were desiring but they're like yeah it looks fine and those are the the patients that'll come back to bite you and those are hard ones too yeah and sometimes like that it's like they only really bite you like on the review like uh you know you some you put the crown in or whatever and they're like okay you know bite on the paper floss but how does that feel to you feels fine okay great well you know if you have any issues blah 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 and like next day it's like oh the crown's too high and blah 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 it's like dude just fuck tell me that like i'm all set up to adjust it if it needs it fix it like when you're here like i don't know but Mm -hmm. i'll I'll definitely i know the exact type of person you're talking about Mm -hmm. one that it's uh and i get uh, there's two types of this red flag it's the the people that don't have respect for either you or your staff like uh you know, we'll have people come in and we've had people uh, kind of be like sexual harassy or 
or different things to uh, to my assistants and you know the front things like that. In that circumstance, I've always told my folks like you don't feel safe, you know, like you don't have to put up with any of that bullshit. Just come get me, and I'll I'm happy to happy to bounce. Happy to be like, yeah, we're not a good office for you. Get the fuck out. Um, but on a lesser extent, with me, like one of the things like. I don't really go by Paul a lot. I know this is like a weird thing to say in a podcast called with Paul and Ryan, but like no one fucking calls me Paul. It's weird when I hear it. So like when I introduce myself, it's like Dr. Lamoureux, Dr. L, you know, whatever. Um, But I'll have like like these certain types of old ladies. We could call them Karens that they're like, oh, what's your first name? I go, it's Paul. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to call you Paul. It's like, ugh. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you not to. But I'm already like you turned a switch in my mind where I'm like, ah, I just kind of like I introduce myself as the thing I, I kind of want you to call me. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just a weird thing. And I feel like that that's not something like I'm not going to be your dentist. But if it's between that and like six other regular flags that pop up, like I'm probably going to try to try to refer you. About, I don't necessarily uh, care about that as much like I have quite a few patients that call me Ryan. Um, which it's weird when my assistants call me Ryan and I don't really like it, but I don't really care. I don't know. I have this mindset of, like I know plenty of dentists that wear white coats. And I, do you wear a white coat, Paul? I have, I have been since COVID. Cause like with the COVID thing, like it was, you know, sort of part of PPE. Um, and I've been wearing it more uh, we are now coming into where it's getting warmer. So I think I'm going to stop it. And uh, one of the main reasons I, I wear it is it covers my tattoos. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I used to wear a compression sleeve. So now that it's getting warmer again, I might go back to wearing the compression sleeve, which is what I used to do beforehand. Um, yeah, I, I do also like... do enough surgery that I get blood spatter and like the ability to just throw off a coat versus uh, be like, oh shit, I need to go change my scrubs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have this mindset of like, there's dentists out there that are very pretentious and wear white coats and think that they're more high and mighty than everyone else. And I, the rebel in me wants to be anti that. Yeah. So, I mean, I do have tattoos on my arms as well. Thanks to Paul. Um, tattoo artist, but I don't wear a white coat and I don't care if people call me doctor and when you know someone makes a doctor joke I, you know my response is always the only reason I'm a doctor is because I was dumb enough to go to school longer than you did and if you and if you're a white like a doctor that wears a white coat and all that like I'm not meaning to be disrespectful towards you but like that's just my I don't know, my, my rebel mentality yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, no, I, I get you. And it's weird because the name thing for me really has nothing to do with like, I want you to call me by my fucking title. It's that I kind of like, I don't know, my name weirds me out. Like my wife will call me Paul from time to time, so mostly when I'm in trouble. And that's about the only time I hear it. Because like before dental school, I was uh, I was in I was in martial arts and stuff at a martial arts school and people call me Mr. Lamoureux. Um, and before that I was in a friend's group where I had two other friends named Paul and <laughs> I was not the oldest. So I was not Paul. I was Lamro. And then Paul 
Paul was Paul, and then um, my other friend Paul Buffington was Buffington. So it was Paul Buffington and Lamarow. So it's like I just no one has really called me Paul for like twenty five years. So I've gotten really used to not hearing it. So it's just weird. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just like I'd rather you call me fuckface than <laughs> Paul if I'm honest. But I can't tell that to a weird seventy year old lady. Also, I've known you for seven years, and this is the first time I've ever heard this. Because really? it, it's call, weird. I call it's you, weird. Pa- it's not I call so, you yeah. Polly. I don't really call you Paul. See, and, Paul. I, and I like that. And it's most of the time, like, when you're talking to friends and, you know, your spouse and whatnot, it's like your first names don't come up a lot. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's just a weird, like, thing. But it's one of those yeah. things that it, it it's something I notice probably because I have a weird thing about it. Yeah. And like I said, it doesn't bother me, but it's one little drop in the bucket. It's like, oh, you're one of those. You're going to call me Paul people, and that's going to weird me out. Um, <laughs> if you also try to sell me essential oils, you're you're, you're done. <laughs> essential oil mouthwash. Yeah, essential oils, no fluoride. Like all of those things are kind of red flags for me too. Yeah, the no fluoride one is a, I don't know, it used to be a red flag to me. And now I don't like, I don't give a shit. It's like an like, orange flag. I take I, note. I, I I don't give a shit. Like when patients are like, I don't like fluoride. Don't talk. Don't don't say the word fluoride to me. I don't care. Brush your teeth. Don't. I'll fix it if you break it. Like I'm not here to tell you how to live your life, man. I'm just here to try and keep you eating food. Um, I don't. I don't give a shit. It's amazing. Like I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Like a year, thirteen months ago. I don't know. Whatever. Eighteen months ago. I would have lost sleep over so many things. And now, I don't know if it's just the fact that we've been out a few short years. Um, there's so many things now that I just don't care. I don't have time for you. <laughs> don't, yeah. yeah. Don't, does it, I'm not going to lose sleep over you. I'm really sorry. We're, we're slowly becoming jaded and desensitized. It's, uh, yeah, every I don't know if it's just that or realizing that you can't please everyone and trying to please everyone and losing sleep over pleasing everyone. As long as you go in and do your best every day, like that's, that's the best you can do. Exactly. And it's one of those, it's funny. Cause like when we have like someone, you know, I feel like you get beat up by these people sometimes. And then the, there's people that are just so nice and so happy. And they're usually the ones that, you know, they have good dental insurance or they, you know, budget for their stuff or they do things. So it's never the, they usually don't need help. So uh, every now and then I'll find someone that's the right amount of like, it means a lot to them if I could uh, do do something for them. And uh, they're grateful when it's like, I get beat up by someone. I'm like, hmm, you know, we've been talking about doing that partial and and I know you've been saving up for it. What, what if we just, uh, what if we just do it? I won't even bill you for it. Like, Every three months or so, I feel like I, I hook somebody up to otherwise I'd just be like, you know, I'm, I'm done with dentistry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to have those little those little perks. I don't feel like we've done a great job of answering the red flags question, but. Oh, I, I, we're still going on it because uh, the other thing when we were talking about the no fluoride people, uh, people that are like attributing their health problems or their. Uh, marital problems, this is a real thing, to uh, amalgam fillings and things like that, and they ask mm. you to replace them all, that's a referral for me. You know what my answer is to that? 
show there's me the no money. Medical, there's no medical reason that I know of to replace those fillings. They're fine. Yeah. I can't, you, I can't, I can't make up a reason to them, insurance to have them pay for that. Yeah. And if you do replace them and the patient still has leukemia or whatever, it's like, then what? Yeah. Um, yeah. How about uh, like uh, prescription red flags? I'm, I'm dumb. I'm naive. I prescribe. My wife's not listening, right? I prescribe a lot more than I should, probably. But I, but I also don't want that Saturday phone call. Yeah. Um, I prescribe a little bit more heavily on Fridays, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be interesting to run that report, if you could. What I've noticed uh, is I do, like, Fridays is a half day for me, and I try mm -hmm. to do uh, bigger procedures on Fridays. So I'll do a lot of implants and wisdom teeth and whatnot. And I started doing um, dexamethadone in injections. Yeah, it's wonderful. I haven't, I haven't got a post-op call ever since I started doing that. It's magic juice. Yep, right in the masseter. Call oh, I, I do it in the delt. But... Oh, you do it in the delt? Yeah, it oh, makes yeah. me feel like a real but, doctor. Right. I mean, you're, you know, you're in there. You're, they're already numb. You've done your IA or whatever. They're already numb. Just do it. Find a chunk of muscle right in the masseter or something where they're already numb and just give it right there. They won't even feel it. See, I mean, you've told me this before. I just picture this weird, like, I'm going to stick the needle. It's going to come out the side of their cheek and I'm going to just <laughs> squirt the decks on my assistant. Be like, oops. Nope. You can even go right in the lateral pterygoid if you want. Yeah. I am I waiting though. Cause I, I don't expect I'm going to go to go to give it to someone. And they're going to be like, don't you dare give me the vaccine. <laughs> right now dexamethasone if you guys don't whoever's listening don't use it you you should it should be a standard anytime you do surgery magic yeah yep. just make sure you get in a muscle it lasts like three days if you get in a muscle if you don't it lasts like two hours so make sure you get in a muscle and if you yeah. can't tell the difference between muscle and everything else then you haven't given enough ias facts it's a good way to look at it you can also, uh, if you want to be a really weird dentist, I mean, you can give it in the glute if you want. <laughs> yep. Yep. Go like, for oh, that I want one. You to bend over and drop your pants, sir. Yep, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the only things that really uh, uh, kind of give me pause because I do, I do a lot of surgery, so I do. I usually just ask people, like, "Hey, what have you taken for pain that works well for you?" And I'd say nine times out of 10, people are like, oh, I'm usually good with like ibuprofen. I'm like, great, you know, you have some problems, fucking throw in some Tylenol, have a party. Um, but most, but if it's not that, they're usually like, oh, I've had Vicodin. I go, did that work well? Yeah, yeah, that worked well. Okay, they don't call it Vicodin anymore. It's hydrocodone, CMS, and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, we'll send you that. But every now and then I'll have someone tell me, well, I'm allergic to, and they list mm -hmm. everything, but like, hydromorphone or something They're like you got to give me Dilaudid or someone that just straight up says like, well, the only, uh, the only thing I can take is uh, oxycodone 7.5 and, you know, not with Tylenol. The I'm only like, gets eh. me is the only one I can take is Oxycontin. I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah, no. You get Tylenol 3 and you'll be happy with it. Yeah. I just tell people, I'm like, oh, you know, that's actually not something I can prescribe. Yep. And then I tend to look them up in the the PDMP at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Part of being in a small town, like my, my office staff know everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't have a issue 
prescribing Norco because my staff is going to tell me before the patient sits in the chair mm-hmm. whether or not they have issues. Um, and so I don't use PDMP anymore since I moved over here. Um, it's rare that I use it, but I use I mean, it here and there. Have you gotten one of those letters? Uh, where uh, you should have used it, but you didn't? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten, or, you know, or maybe you, two. Or you use it and it hadn't been updated, and then, you know, you're number five on the list of five in two days. Yeah, and it's like, well, yeah. we'll put that in the chart. I mean, what else? Cool, can I also... The the biggest Norco script I write is ten taps. Yeah, biggest I'll write is twelve, and that's if I'm doing a full mouth. But a lot of times I'm I'm doing like nine or eight or something like that. Yeah, I do six or ten is pretty really pretty standard for me because six gets them through the weekend until mm-hmm. I can see them, and ten uh, really gets them through the weekend, the long weekend. Yeah, and I guess another kind of going back with the red flags. Uh, the way my practice is set is there's usually very, very few circumstances where I'm not going to do your single tooth extraction right then and there. Um, so if it's like, Oh, blibbity blobbity. Yeah. This needs to come out. Uh, you know, this, this, this is the price or whatever. Like, um, they're like, Oh no, I don't, I don't want to get it out. I just want to get some pain meds. It's like, yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. Did I, did I ever tell you that, I had a patient in when I was in Portland, we'd been out of school like three months mm-hmm. and I would, I was doing zero endo. I was pretty much like I was doing fillings terribly. And then every now and then I'd get the gumption to do a crown. <laughs> and I had this patient come in and she had, she was like crowned and all of her posteriors and like upper left just hurt. Couldn't tell where it hurt, but it just hurt. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get, I couldn't get a reliable diagnosis and I was like I you need to go you need to go to a specialist like I I don't know what I'm looking at here essentially not what I told her but essentially mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't I can't make heads or tails of this and like all of this looking back now is like all of this was a red flag like indescribable pain can't replicate it but everything's crowned so I don't know how reliable it is and so I gave her she asked me for pain meds. Mm-hmm. And so I gave her pain meds and I referred to the specialist. They called her. She scheduled. They called me. She canceled. I got another call. I got a call from another dentist in town that was like, hey, did you see this patient? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, well, just so you know, she was here and asked for pain meds. Mm-hmm. And it was like a courtesy call from them. But like at that moment, it like clicked in my brain of like, oh, there really are seekers. Like there was oh, yeah. nothing yeah. wrong with her teeth. She just wanted pain meds. And I happened to fall victim to her. Have you ever she, uh, caught one in office? Like you, you, you like look them up and you find out that they've, you know, gotten all these other prescriptions. Like, and you have, have to be like, kind of call them on it without being a dick. Or if you want to be a dick, be a dick. I love being, I love being a dick. It's my favorite. When I get the when I would get those patients because I, I have had a few of those patients. You get those patients and you're like, so I'm gonna give you Tylenol three, and they get so mad. It's so funny to watch them get so mad. It's like don't don't come in here and play me a fool. Like 
That's that's not you're you're wasting my time and yours, and you're not gonna pay your bills. So what are we doing here? Yeah. Um so you wanna talk some Karen stuff? I haven't You do not have dude, I have Karen stories out the wazoo. I I can think off the bat like three Karen's who were literally fucking named Karen that I can tell you about. I the Karen's that I have were self induced Karen's. Tell me about one. Like, oh, that's not really fair. That one was almost, it was like 60% my fault, 40% the lab's fault. Patient came in, uh, crown off, crown had been off for like a month, couldn't put it back on there, couldn't get a temporary made, so we let him leave without a temporary. Um, lab, the lab double processed another crown. So we didn't get the right crown for him. And then the lab didn't process the crown and he was really mad and all this. He'd been without a, we prepped the tooth. He'd been without a crown for like two months. So that's not really his fault. That was, that was on us. Um, Yeah. He sounds like a douche. Yeah. It wasn't, I'd have been pissed if I was him too. Totally justified. (laughs) Um, You know what? I honestly. Don't you worry. Little Ryan. My life's too easy. Yeah, I'll, I'll start referring for referring you to some of my Karens. I've been out of Portland too long. I had a lot of Karens in Portland, and I just have <laughs> purged. It's like dental school. I purged all of them from my memory. Oh, it's so nice. And with the dental school Karens, I think the thing is, because I remember some of those, you just had to put up with so much shit because it's like, fuck, like, I'm going to put up with this bullshit because I need your crown to fucking graduate, yeah. you know? Yeah. And now it's like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like, whatever you're paying me, like, it's, it's yeah. just not worth it. Um, yeah. But I had, uh, when I first started, so I was taking over for another doctor and she did um, surgery for this lady. And uh, I think she had an existing upper and she was moving into a lower. And the person I took over for, um, she was like a fine dentist or whatever, but she was really bad at setting denture expectations, especially mm. on lowers. Um, I fucking straight up tell, tell people lower dentures fucking suck donkey balls. You need implants or it's not going to stay put. It's going to, you know, be flying out of your mouth. It's like soap on a soap dish, you know, whatever analogy you want to use. Uh, you know, I, I tell people they flat out, they need implants, you know. So like later on when they're like, this is horrible. It's like, yep, I told you implants, implant time. We can do it. Um, but anyway, so that conversation didn't happen. Uh, I come in and I'm, you know, working with this lady who has the immediate denture and something that was kind of a holdover from dental school is if someone showed up late at dental school, you kind of run to your professor and beg them to still let you see the patient. <laughs> if you, you need to fucking graduate, right? Not the fucking case in in, uh, in practice, and I, I didn't realize that at this time because, like, she'd come in late for her appointments. Or one time she came in, her appointment was, like, at 4, and she came in at, like, 3.15, and they were like, oh, well, you're a little early. Your appointment's at 4, you know. Um, we'll try to get you back as soon as we can. And then she, like, left, and then she came back at, like, 4.30 and was like, well, you guys weren't ready when I was ready, so now you can wait for me because she fucking went to Walmart and went shopping. <laughs> So anyway, so this is the type of person, right? And, and I should have been like, uh, fuck you. You know, you missed your appointment time, but I was stupid. And brought her back and worked with her because she drives from like an hour and a half away. So I was like, I'll fucking, you know, deal with this or whatever. So, you know, through the whole process, she's snooty and she's kind of 
shitty with me. Um, but we get her uh, final denture made after we get her through the immediates and I don't see her for like a year and life is good. And then she like calls um, and she gets on the schedule for a periodic exam. So she comes in and she's like, well, uh, I, I need you to look at the dentures cause they're not made right. I'm like, okay, what, uh, what about them are you saying? And I'm all expecting the, like, we're going to have an implant conversation cause they're floating. She's like, well, they give me headaches. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Um, when it is that like, ever since you got them, this is, you know, we've seen you multiple times, you never mentioned that. And she's like, no, I just started getting them this last month. And it's like, well, haven't you had these dentures for over a year? And she's like, yeah, well, I went to my doctor and they said it's probably the dentures. And I was like, uh, well, let's do an exam. I do an exam. And as far as dentures without implants on the lower, they're, they're pretty decent. And we like, look, and I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. Let's, uh, I don't really see anything wrong with the dentures. I don't see anything in, in this panel I took, I, you know, felt around your fucking jaw joint, nothing crazy. Um, let's have you wear your denture for as little as possible over the next two weeks. So, you know, I understand there's going to be circumstances where you have to wear it. Um, she also told me she was sleeping with it in. So I told her not to do that. Let's wear it as little as possible. See if it resolves the headaches. So she comes back in two weeks. She's worn the denture as little as possible. So she's convinced that because she still has headaches, that's my fault because the denture's made wrong. And it's like, well, if you're still getting the headaches without the denture in there, it's probably not the fucking denture. So that's why I told her and I wrote her referral for a specialist. So she disappears for another year, right? Um, so she came back not too long ago because she threw up in the toilet and her dentures came out in the toilet and she flushed them and she wanted us yeah. to refund, refund them because I made them wrong. No. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, she was like adamant that it was my fault that she flushed her dentures down the toilet. I had one. I don't know. This might be my most Karen-like story in the last year. Patient had a partial made in 2017 with us. Uh, number 30 or I don't know, number 19 or number 30 popped out of the partial. Mm -hmm. So we told her that we were going to charge her to put the tooth back in the partial. And sure. she got pissed. That's like my Thursday. Like, like I get that all, all the we, time. She was like, but you guys made this. Well, it's also sold two doctors ago. And I looked at her. I was like, I'm going to go spend my time putting this tooth back in for you. Do you want me to do it for free? And she was like, well, I wouldn't expect you to do that. And I was like, okay, then we have to bill you for it. And she was like, but it should be covered because you guys made it. And I was like, I didn't make it. She was like, well, why should I have to pay for it? And I'm like, okay, I can either charge you X amount for me going back and putting this tooth in, or I can send this to the lab for you and you can pay the lab fee plus X amount. Yeah. So I'm sorry that you have to pay for it, but also I'm spending my time fixing this for you. So yeah, I don't, I don't really know what you want from me. Well, it's like people have this weird, like, that this denture should fucking last forever thing. So this lady uh, today came in, and it was funny because she was, like, so bitchy at me. 
Um, so she brought in uh, her denture that was uh, uh, made nine or 10 years ago that had a lateral incisor pop off of it. So she has that and she wants me to put it back on. But then she brought in this other pair of dentures. And she's like, well, I also brought these to show you. And I was like, okay, do you wear these? No. Okay, why are you showing me them? And she's <laughs> like, well, they're not dirty. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree. And she's like, well, my dentures are dirty. When's the last time you have them clean? Well, I clean them myself. And I was like, okay, do you use like a tablet or ultrasonic cleaner? And she's like, don't use your technical jargon at me. Like, okay, um, cool. Well, I'm just going to put this over here. Let's look at, look at yours. And her dentures are worn down to fucking shit. The molars are all just flat. So of course now the anteriors are hitting lateral incisors are usually the weakest link they start to pop off so i'm like yeah i can you know i can put this on but it's gonna happen again uh because the dentures are worn down you basically need new dentures and she's like well why didn't you tell me that when they made them I'm like, i didn't fucking make these <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't even in dental school fucking 10 years ago like what what the shit she was so mad and like she couldn't, it's just like, because I was a dentist, I was representative of all dentists. And I, yeah. she's like, well, well, they should have told me. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe they should have, but also this, it's lasted 10 years. I mean, it's, that's like 10,000 meals. That's pretty fucking good mileage. You know, all things figured on, on an acrylic denture. Yeah. But she was so angry. Uh, it was like $223 for me to glue this tooth back on. And she's looked at <laughs> I was like, it will fail. Just so we're clear. But she paid for it, so I did it. <laughs> and you'll see her again. No, no, I will not. Oh, she also she she was like, well, I'm also really upset because it's hot, and you shouldn't have scheduled me when it's so hot. I didn't fucking schedule you. You you <laughs> called the number. You called the call center and said, hey, this is the day I want to go to the dentist. Like I didn't know it'd be eighty. Jesus. <laughs> oh. I jabbed her in the eye with my raccoon penis if I had it on me. Uh, yeah, I feel like most of my Karen self-eliminate. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm getting better at identifying it now, but, I mean, this one was like, you know, put on a fucking tooth and there's no guarantee go away. Yeah. Um, but the other ones, like, that I think of is, did I tell you about the bridge one? Have we ever talked about that? Mm. This is my essential oils no. lady. Hose lady? Essential oils. Oh no, she was a hoe. So, uh, <laughs> it's a hose lady. Yeah, the hose lady. No, so she, uh, she, uh, she came in, and this was one of the like. She's got a big hole in the tooth. She's like, I've been spritzing lavender oil in it. It's like, but it hurts. It's like, mm, yeah, yeah. But she wanted me to remove all of her amalgams, and I told her like, I'm not going to do that. There's no. And she's like, well, the metal in my mouth does this. Blah blah blah. I was like. Yeah, I was like, you know, if you look up a holistic dentist, maybe you could find one to do that. Um, this one tooth, though, has a big hole in it. Uh, it could be fixed with uh, with a crown. And she's like, well, I don't want any, any metal in my mouth. And it's like, well, the filling portion 
of, uh, of it would be composite. So you have amalgam in there now. So we'd actually be removing the amalgam out of that tooth, which sounds like something you want. It would be putting a filling material. And then I never know how, like, should I break out my fucking periodic table of the elements to talk about crowns? Because it's like, well, zirconia is a transition metal, and, you know, porcelain, technically, you know, it's a fucking metal with a glass. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's, what is metal? What, what does that mean? You just are talking about mercury, right? That's all you care about. So I tell her that I could do a, a fucking crown. And uh, we do it. And it is a, a relatively normal procedure, other than this is one of the people that can't have a bite block, can't control their tongue can't stay open or still in the chair. So it's like a pretty shitty crown prep as far as crown preps go, right? Well, on the way out, guess what she tries to do? Uh, take you on a date. Uh, almost. She tries to sell all my staff essential oils. Perfect. So, and we even weirdly put that in the chart note. <laughs> For some reason. That's I don't know sure. why. Ask me how I know about all these chart notes. That, that it's good documentation. Yeah. So it was a very normal leaving procedure. She got had temp crown on. Well, she called back like two hours later, freaking out. Um, and she was saying that uh, she's so angry because I used metal in her mouth. And we're like, the dental instruments? Are you, are you talking about the fucking dental instruments? Like, they're made of metal. Like, is that something that you didn't think was going to happen? But no, she she was convinced I put an amalgam filling in her mouth, but I didn't, but she was because of the way she feels like she was, you know, she's getting achy in her fucking ankle joint or something. So I must've used <laughs> a fucking mercury feeling. So it's like, Oh my fucking God. So we know she's crazy pills, but I have fucking prepped a temp crown. So I'm fucking stuck with her. So we get the crown in, show her the crown. It's all white crown, show her the insides, no metal, you know, blah, 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 blah. Cement the crown on. Uh, and she bites down. And she's one of those people that, you know, it's like, hey, bite normally. No, normally. Like, do you know what the fuck normal means? Like, what are you doing? How do you, how do you chew? Can yeah. you just chew for me? So she kept saying it was high, but she kept biting like a freaking ridiculous person. And it's like, so I was trying to make some adjustments for it. Um it, but it was sort of all over the place because anytime she bit, she bit different. So I'm just kind of chasing my tail. So I like kind of just took all the anatomy out of the crown and <laughs> call it good. Well, then same thing. She calls back <clears throat> because, you know, her fucking ankle joint is freaking out again. And that crown <laughs> must be have have metal or mercury in it and blah, 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 blah. And she's going to go uh, to another dentist uh, to get a to have him look at it. And she's going to sue us. So that's like kind of what she said. So. She goes to, uh, oh, she also said that I put a hole in her bridge that was underneath the, the tooth. That's important to the story. So okay. she goes to another dentist who I, who I happen to know who like called me and was like, hey, I uh, saw your patient Karen today. And it's like, oh, I bet that was fun. And he's like, yeah, so uh, this crown looks fine. Like it fits well. Um the bites, you know, what it is. Um, she says it's really uncomfortable. I told her that I could replace the crown and that I'd probably do a PFM. And I'm just like, oh, God, you're going to show show that lady a metal crown. Like, just make sure she knows. 
And he's like, yeah, he's like the only like other thing is he's like, there's, uh, you know, basically broken porcelain and show through of metal on the bridge underneath, which she's saying that, that you did. And she sounds like she wants to, to press the issue. Um, so I just want to let you know. And I was like, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Uh, I was like, out of curiosity, do you guys have an iTero? And he's like, yeah. And he, I was like, do you take a scan? He's like, I sure do. And I was like, great, because I got a pre-op scan. Why don't we compare? So we had a pre-op scan of that bridge, and it looked exactly the same from when I saw her as a new patient to when he saw her afterwards. So it never went anywhere, because yeah. between documentation and it's like, no, that fucking, that was a note in your new patient thing. That you had, um, you know, broken porcelain, but a yeah. metal was sealed. That is hilarious. Um, so I had, you know, early early in my career when I was overzealous, I, I was doing a, a startup with the group that I was with. And so I felt like everything that came through the door I, I had to do, but I, you know, wasn't co- comfortable. Like I alluded to earlier, I wasn't comfortable doing endo. And I mm-hmm. wasn't comfortable really doing crowns. But I had done one stainless steel crown and I was like, I'm going to, it's like, mom brings her kid in and I diagnosed that he needs like stainless steel crowns on all of his molars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can get all these done one appointment because the stainless steel crown takes me like 15 minutes. So we treatment planted up. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. It was not <laughs> even with the amount of peds I do now, unless they're out, which I don't do. It's a terrible idea. We're going to get one, maybe two done if they're side by side. Um, and so he comes in new clinic, you know, still trying to get our feet under us and our nitrous isn't working. Oh shit. And she's, you know, a total helicopter mom. And Mm -hmm. so nitrous isn't working. And I was like, okay, well, let's try and do this without nitrous. And of course, you know, he's like a, whatever, six or seven year old kid. And so no nitrous he like licks my burr every time i put it in and so i like he won't sit still like with nitrous it probably would have went fine but i like get to a point where i'm just frustrated and pissed and my assistant is just out of assisting school and she has no idea what she's doing so she's no help um and so I was like, well, there's still decay there, but he won't quit licking my burr, so I can cut half of his tongue off. Or I can put some SDF in there, put some Fuji, and refer him to peds. Because that's probably where he needs to be. Like, for my comfort level, that's probably where he needs to be. And so I told mom, straight up, like, I remember this conversation so well. I was like, here's the deal. Like, we're not, I thought we were going to be able to get this done. We're not. Like, cards are just stacked against us today. Um, you know, no big deal. Um, you know, we're essentially not going to bill you for today's appointment. Um, but I am going to put this medicine in there. It is going to turn wherever there's decay. Oh, it's going to turn it black. And then we'll put a white filling over the top of it. Um, no big deal. That, that medicine will help stop the cavity that we, that we can't get out today. Mm-hmm. And I remember her being like, okay. And so we slapped some SDF in there, slapped some Fuji on top of there. Uh, do you have any idea what happens to Fuji when you put SDF under it? If you don't get all the SDF off? Uh, no. It turns black. 
Um, oh, okay. That's important to this story. Um, Makes sense. So she calls back just irate because she was super anti-amalgam. We didn't even have amalgam in our clinic. You put a silver mm-hmm. filling in and you lied to the insurance and you said that you put a tooth colored filling in and um, I'm going to sue you, blah, blah, blah. So we ended up refunding like all of her money. And she mm-hmm. was like yelling and screaming and crying at my regional manager. And she would, she looked at me and she was like, Ryan, you need to deal with this. And so she came oh, I in. I would have been like, fuck you. That's what, you, that's and, what I pay you for. Yeah. And she, I'd like took her into one of like the, the clinic I was in, we had like, it was an old pediatric office. And so we had like these cry rooms with doors that close. And so I took her into one of there and she just screamed at me for like 45 minutes about how we were just trying to steal her money and all this. And I was like, we gave you all your money back. We gave you every cent that you paid to us back. Like we are not trying to steal anything from you. And I, she was like, well, you put a silver filling in, in or a, yeah, silver filling in his mouth. And I was like, no, we don't carry silver in this office. I told you that. Like, we don't. And she just would not let it go. And it took probably, like, a year afterwards. I still think about that from time to time. And it took, like, a year afterwards. I was like, I put SDF underneath that, and I bet that's what turned it black. Because she would never let me get anywhere near him. Re-examine, yeah. Yeah. And so, it never let me explain why it looked that way but that it wasn't actually and so yeah that was that was a fun one yeah it's crazy as some people people like like they have this switch and they just go like ballistic and it's just like you can't you can't reason with them you can't talk to them it's just like you just gotta you know sever sever ties and you know i don't know i i don't love refunding stuff but sometimes that's all you can do no, and it, you know, it like, I don't know. I, I had a patient today. They came in number 10, um, like all of a sudden got super loose and was non-restorable. Like had a crown mm-hmm. on it, but didn't have endo just like all of a sudden. Um, then maybe there was something there that I missed. I don't know. But so we took it out. I grafted, graft didn't really take. He had a bunch of bone loss. And so he came in and I was like, Hey man, like <laughs> I'm gonna refer you over to, the oral surgeon, we're going to see what they think. This isn't, this isn't grafting that I'm comfortable doing. It's not something that's in my skill set. Let's get an opinion from someone that does this all the time and, and see. So oral surgery or the oral surgeon, uh, elected not to graft and they told him they'd be better off of the bridge, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he came back today and I looked at him and I was like, Hey man, you know, here's the deal. You know, we did, I did grafting when it, when we took the tooth out and it didn't take, and now we're going a different direction. Like whatever you paid towards, I don't know you've paid towards that grafting, but I know your insurance didn't cover it. So we're just going to take that off your bridge. And he looked at me and he's like, why? And I was like, you know, cause we were going in a direction that didn't work out and I don't feel right keeping your money for that. And he was like, you don't like, no, I, I knew the risks when we, started down this path like you don't need to take that off my bridge like i'll pay full price for it and i was like i appreciate that kiss that man on the lips yeah i was like also i i appreciate you 
like being conscious of that, but this is what we're doing. And yeah, know, no, that's awesome. And that's, that's yeah, built for it. And he looked at me, he's like, I can't even get that kind of warranty on my, <laughs> on my appliances. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's awesome though. And it's, it's, it's so you yeah, it. it's like, I love when some, when something goes like that direction or whatnot. And then, uh, I don't know. That's just like people. It's like, great. You're, you're realistic. Like I will, I will continue to be your dentist forever. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's star Wars month. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. It's like may the fourth month. Yeah. And then like Revenge of the fifth, like, I don't know. It's star Wars stuff. So, uh, what's your favorite star Wars trend? Oh, uh, which one was the one with Jabba? Uh, well, uh, technically, uh, Jabba's in uh, in four a little bit. They, uh, George Lucas shoved him back in there so Han could step on his tail. But he's mainly in a uh, uh, six Return of the Jedi. Hmm. I'm just I'm just curious in case you want to know. Yes. No. Right, this isn't what I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> a fun are, you, are you fapping? Like what's happening? I'm. <laughs> um, uh, May is also <laughs> ALS Awareness Month, American Cheese Month, Better oh. Speech and Language Month, Celiac Disease Awareness Month, Correct Your Posture Month, International Drum Month, Jewish Heritage Month, Eilers <laughs> Danlos Syndrome Awareness Month. That was a fun one to say. Uh, so it's the month for a lot of It's National Barbecue Month. Ooh. Uh, Ewok barbecue. Yeah, Memorial Day. Uh, Memorial of the first Death Star. Uh, May 18th is World's AIDS Vaccine Day. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Trandoshians, I believe they all had AIDS. It's also May Day. Yeah, uh, that, that was uh, the first, which is also uh, Darth Vader Day, is the 501st. Uh, what's tomorrow? But tomorrow is the Revenge of the Fifth. Yeah. Um, tomorrow is National Prayer Day, World Password Day, National Hoagie Day, National Day of Reason, Liberation Day, National Cartoonist Day, National Ast Astronaut Day, International Midwife's Day, Europe Day, and Cinco de Mayo. So well, no, oh, yeah. I like that Cinco de Mayo was on the end. Like, we're all like, blah, 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 it's like oh, yeah, this is the one that actually, actually matter matters. Uh, um, do you so your work? favorite Star Wars is six? Is that is that what we garnered uh, from I all that? I think it was the the first big one that came out um, with the they did like the it was the first one where they did like the new they did like the racing the Jar Jar thing. one. Your your fan of menace is is your favorite? Yeah, that might be right. Okay, okay. I think less of you as a person, but that's cool. That's cool. Empire <laughs> Strikes Back number five. That's the correct answer. So okay. those playing along Sorry. at home. I was off one. My bad. I was off one. You're off. You're off like a. You're, you went. It's number five. You went with number one. You you chose Jar Jar. I just I don't know. I know what to do. Actually, the Darth Maul fight in that is pretty fucking. Is badass. that the one where they? Is it the one where they go to Jar Jar's racing one? Now this world. is pod racing. That's what you just said. Yeah, um, Paul. But the most important thing of this entire podcast. Do you know what Friday is? Uh, I'm delivering two bridges. I know that. But are you going to do it with no pants on? Because it's not. Oh, it's Naked no Gardening Day. 
It's Wait, National No Pants Day on May 6th. <laughs> oh my god. Well, maybe maybe not. I think <laughs> um I think May 6th or 7th there's this guy on my Facebook his name's Kevin. He's pretty fucking cool, but he uh he celebrates this National uh Naked Gardening Day and he always puts uh. post a naked gardening photo where he likes something like a flower or part of a wheelbarrow something's like covering his junk it's fucking hilarious he's been doing it for years that's awesome okay uh hey quick shout out because why uh we were doing this um we had a new like to our facebook page uh from samia from our classmate so shout out to you samia if you listen this far yeah i miss her and uh, we were talking about this on the text messages. Uh, we have uh, 250 unique listeners. So yeah. hi to all of you. And one listener who's listened to every single one of our episodes who lives in Russia. So I don't know who the fuck you are, um, but, you know, thanks for listening. I said I didn't get to tell you the best part of my week. And the best part oh, of my week tell me. is that I normally have three assistants. And I have one on PTO and one has COVID. Oh, shit. So I have one assistant, and she's my least experienced assistant. But I, I do have to say she's rocking it. I'd die. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. And I also went through, like, 2,000 burrs today. Mm, cutting off one zirconia crown? <laughs> nope. Just <laughs> getting rid of all the dead weight. Oh, okay. You're, you see, you're not going to open Ryan's crazy burr emporium anytime soon. I might, dude. I've got some weird ones. I don't know what they're for. Yeah, I. Uh, someone typed in the wrong burr number, number, and I got these surgical length, like weird fucking Christmas tree burrs that uh, they were. I was supposed to get five five sevens, and I got this thick ass <laughs> crazy thing. <laughs> they keep handing them to me in surgery. I'm like, nope, put that away. <laughs> I've got like a, I've got one bird that's a surgical length round bird that I don't know what you would ever use it for. And I'm sure there's a reason. And I'm sure that someone that's listening is going to have the answer. Um, but it's a, it's a surgical length round bird. That's probably like a number two. That's like legitimately four inches long. I've been there. Like, where do you need to go? <laughs> you ever have to trough a whole canine? Did you ever have to trough a whole eyeball? Like, yeah, that's getting the marbles out of the eyeball. <laughs> that's how you do it. Fuck, I needed that for eyeball <laughs> Send oh, me one of those. Yeah, sure. What else Call that lady. Get them marbles out, ma'am. <laughs> I know these have been there for 50 years, man, but we're going to remove them. <laughs> so that's right. We're going to make your eye move. It's going to roll around good. <laughs> Oh. Well, shit, Paul. I think it's about that time. Well, Ryan, uh, may the force be with you. May no pants day be with you, Paul. <laughs> Baller. <laughs> Take it easy. Sigo.
Now 